the City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hey, everybody. This is Casey Fields, your manager for municipal advocacy at the Municipal Association, and welcome to this week's edition of City Quick Connect podcast. We are still talking about business licensing, and listeners, you know what that means. That means I'm back. Right. Aren't we thrilled, though, everybody? Aren't we excited? Y'all, I promise things are going to change. So the General Assembly met in regular session last week. The Senate Finance Committee and the House Ways and Means Committee both kept hearing testimony on the future of the Santee Cooper utility. The House introduced a bill last week. They're doing some sort of combination of reform and sell. The Senate has not introduced a bill yet. They're still working. But that is definitely taking up a lot of time and a lot of attention from legislators the last several weeks. Yeah, and a squabble or potential squabble has emerged as a result. The House wants to negotiate with NextEra, but Mm -hmm. some in the Senate don't think that the bill they passed last year allows for negotiation beyond the initial bids that were or proposals that were submitted. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they work that out. And I think, Scott, if my math is correct, and I may be a week or two off, I think starting this week we have 10 weeks left in the legislative session. This is the ninth week of the session starting tomorrow, so Um, that leaves... I think we're we're close to... We're we're halfway. Yeah, we're halfway, halfway. and we're, we're inching closer and closer to crossover. Yes. And everybody knows that I believe April the 9th is crossover deadline. And what's a more important date? coming up before then march 30 my birthday no i'm just kidding that's not May 13th. right well filing opens on march 15th everybody already knows some people that aren't running again right and they some people have already now announced and some have already announced that they've got opposition so that's going to be very interesting we track all of that we track everybody who is running, not running, running against, so we know what the look and feel of the House and Senate will be for 2021. I'll be curious to see how many, if any more, don't file to run again. Right, right. A um, lot of people just don't file and don't announce it beforehand. Yeah, I mean, we already know that Representative Mike Satilli from Isle of Palms right. has announced that he is not going to run again. Former mayor of Isle of Palms, yeah, Mike I'll miss, I'll miss Mr. Satilli. So we know that there's an announced candidate to run for Representative Peter McCoy's seat. That's exactly right. Even though he's been nominated to be U.S. Attorney for South Carolina by that President Trump. That confirmation process takes a while, so yeah, you never so know what the timing on that is I would really be. imagine that, I, I would I would be shocked if he did not file to run. And Representative Gary seat. Clary yep. is not running again. Right, from which Pickens. Is, which is a shame. He's another good one not running. So there, there are a lot of people, and I'm sure in the next... Several weeks, we'll know even more, and we'll certainly keep everybody updated. And so all these politics are taking place in the, in several different contexts. All these all these different factors right. are playing against one another or with right. one another. It just depends on With crossover coming up, with House budget starts today, and there's a furlough week. There are two furlough weeks in the House. The Senate, they still have to do Santee Cooper. They still The Senate will still have to do the budget. There are a lot of things on their plate for a little amount of time when you look at it in the big picture. And it will be a mad rush to get things out of one body or the other before uh, crossover. Right. And just a reminder, if a bill does not pass this year, it is dead. 
This is the end of a two-year session. They will have to reintroduce the bill, and it will start the process over from the very beginning, starting in January. Right. So, good news. Senators gave third and final reading to S-419 last week, the Senate Education Reform Bill. That's another big issue that they have still have to come to a conclusion on between the two versions of the bill. And yeah, now that goes to the House, and it's not even going to go to the subcommittee. It's going to go straight to House Education and Public Works. Uh, Chairman Allison, Rita Allison from Lyman has already said that we're going to go straight into it when it gets over there. Fantastic. So, so they're going to they're going to tackle that head on. The other big issue, um, well, let's touch on small cell wireless real quick before we talk about next steps on business licensing. A Senate Judiciary Subcommittee gave 4262, and y'all remember that's the Small Cell Wireless Facilities Deployment Act. Uh, last week gave that bill second reading, or no, gave it a favorable report with amendments. Right. So the amendments were, were those that were negotiated by the city of Myrtle Beach. If you'll recall, the Municipal Association negotiated on that bill last year to a neutral position, and then the city of Myrtle, Myrtle Beach picked up the bill and said, hey, there's a couple things we'd like to add in there, make some changes, make some refinements. And as we said, have said before, anything that Myrtle Beach could negotiate into the bill is good for everybody. So they did that. The city of Charleston has come in at the toward the end of this process, right before the uh, subcommittee hearing, and they've looked for uh, a couple of accommodations in there. And, and it's my understanding that those are going to be made and be presented as amendments at the full committee level when the bill gets on that agenda. So uh, that, that bill is moving forward. So that that's done. And now we've got business licensing in the Senate. A couple weeks ago, the House gave unanimous second and third reading to 4431, the amended version of the business license bill amended with standardization. Everybody knows that. Important information to know now the Senate Finance Committee now has that bill. That's where it was referred in the Senate. And the Senate Finance Sales and Income Tax Subcommittee is where we need to focus our energy right now. Yep. That's Senator Ronnie Cromer who mm-hmm. from Newberry, who is the chairman of that uh, subcommittee. And it's important to remember, I know our mayor of Lexington knows this, but Ronnie Cromer represents part of Lexington also. Absolutely. Senator Cromer's the chairman. Senator Greg Gregory from Lancaster, Lancaster. is on that subcommittee. Mm-hmm. Senator Harvey Peeler, the mm-hmm. president of the Senate That's from right. Gaffney, is on that subcommittee. Uh, Senator John Scott from here in Richland County is on that subcommittee. And who's the other? Uh, Senator Glenn Reese from Glenn Spartanburg, Reese. Yes. Uh, the king of Krispy Kreme himself. Absolutely. And Senator Floyd Nicholson from the great city with the largest Main Street. The widest Main widest, Street, for that's sure. right. The yeah. widest Main Street city in the agreement. U.S. Right, uh, city so, agreement. we what we'd like for you to do if if one of those uh, gentlemen is your senator, please reach out to him and ask him to support House Bill forty four thirty one. And if even if they're not, we want you to reach out to your senator and ask them to support the bill. We had some meetings last week with stakeholders and are continuing to make some some refinements to that bill based on the comments that we've received from cities across the state. Right, some uh, technical since, adjustments yep, that make yep. it clearer. That's right. That's what I would, how I would describe yeah, it. Yeah, since it was passed by the House, we've gotten lots of good comments from folks around the state, and we are incorporating uh, many of those suggestions into a, a technical amendment for right. the bill in subcommittee. We're working with staff as well. So we feel really good about this bill, and... Despite the logjam and the 
huge calendar that the Senate faces, we're optimistic that we can get this thing passed. Absolutely. It's good for cities. It's good for businesses. It's fair for all. Absolutely. And it's a good piece of solid, good policy legislation that everybody can get behind. It is now so important for cities and towns to come together as one team and work together to pass this bill. This will help us put this issue to rest and hopefully move for on, a long hopefully time, hopefully for a while and get the portal up, get businesses using the portal, get mm-hmm. everything standardized, make it easier for cities, easier for businesses and move on. Yeah. And I'll say we, we've been meeting internally here at the Municipal Association to work on logistics and planning to help uh, cities convert over to Absolutely. basically the model business license ordinance, which is, which is mostly what the bill represents. There are some adjustments that cities may have to make. Many cities will have to make it if they're not already on the model ordinance. If you're already on the model ordinance, of course, you won't have to make any adjustments Mm -hmm. uh, hardly at all. But for for cities and towns that haven't converted over or haven't, that maybe are on an older version of the model ordinance, there's there's some work that's going to have to be done. That's right. And we are laying plans right now to assist cities do that between now and the end of the year, which would be the, uh, the, the, the effective date of the bill right, right now is set as January 1, 2021. Scott, all that sounds good. Is there anything else you want to add since you are here and you have the airways all to yourself? No. <laughs> well, I never I have them all of myself. I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah. I'm really proud of the work that everyone has done, cities and towns. When we've asked you to reach out to your legislators. You've done an outstanding job doing that. They have gotten the message that uh, House Bill 4431, the business license bill, is a good piece of legislation. It is a good piece of policy that is devoid, largely devoid of politics, and we want to keep the politics out of it. We want to pass good policy. And so uh, continue to deliver that message now to your senators. And if you hear from them, let us know. Uh, if you have questions, yes, or I was about to say that. If you have bill, any questions or ha- want to want any clarification yeah. on any language in the bill, please, please, please call us. Absolutely, yeah. That's it. That's all I got. It's it's good tax policy. Yes, it is, and that's what we want for our state. We we want tax policy that is void of politics. Exactly, and that is what's good for our state moving forward. It's fair for all. Golly, we had some really good one-liners this week. <laughs> I'm really proud of us. Don't forget, everybody, you can access bills that were introduced this week or last week and bills that receive action, received action from a subcommittee or a committee last week through our legislative tracking system. You can always follow Melissa and Scott on Twitter. They will live tweet from the State House a lot of times with pictures. So you can follow them on Twitter and you can get all the information on the business license bill on our website at www.masc.sc. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll talk to you next week. The City Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more at www.masc.sc and stay up to date with the association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.